a couple of things. You would need to see, I guess where I, if you were coming to me with that, I would want to see first how much money you want to make as an agent. And if there is enough business at that raised price point to, to increase your, your wealth, then we could look at making a plan from there. The other thing is I would ask you, why would you want to raise that level? Why would you want to go from, is it a monetary level? Is it a status level? So it could be both or either or, right? So I'd want to know a little bit more about that. Um, the other thing that the agents can do today too is look at their compensation. So when agents choose to be a buyer's agent or a seller's agent, they're not supposed to look at what everybody else is charging. They're independent contractors. And if they know they're bringing more value, they could show that value to their clients and get hired based on the additional things that they can do. Mortgages Made Easy podcast, and I'm so delighted to welcome Donna Bruno to the podcast. Donna is a 40-year veteran of the real estate industry, but what she has pivoted to now is she is now an instructor. She is now an instructor training people, and what I appreciate about Donna is she has such a magnificent way of conveying information and she is so focused on wellness and the agent wellness. And so it's not only that she's focused on how do you create your numbers, but she's focused on how a realtor can create an integrated practice that is lucrative and survivable. Donna, tell us a little bit about your coaching, please. So after almost 40 years in the business, practicing agent, top producer, manager, owner, broker, and regional instructor, huh, it sounds like a lot. I made a decision this year to, uh, to become a coach because I wanted the agents. I watched a lot of agents need to grow, and I believe that coaching um, allows the agents to grow and and on a charted path, I want to say. Coaching makes agents better. And so that's been this year. Funny thing, though, is that I've always been in all 40 years of my uh, occupation, I didn't realize I was headed towards this profession because it, they really didn't have it 40 years ago. Um, so it's interesting that I'm in this place now. Now, an agent can take, they have to take state licensing to get their, you know, their ability to help you, but they are independent contractors and they are focused on working in their business. Today, the business, would you agree, has changed a lot. And majority of agents are in the business less than five, five years or less. So they, they're watching 
other agents do the business, but they're looking at it within, within the eyes of COVID. So what does that mean? They can't watch other agents do what they, they used to be able to watch and mirror and grow. Agents today work in their business. They don't see that they're not productive until they run out of money, right? Or if they want to grow their income or their uh, their client base, they don't know the most effective ways to do that. Coach comes in and works on their business. So the agents are working in their business. The, the coach is able to like almost like fly by their business, do an analysis and then say, hey, what do you want to do? Where do you want to go? And the coach helps them to achieve their goals and get them to the next level, which is really, it's really pretty fun. Mm. And what do you focus on? Do you focus on growth? Do you focus on process? What's your specialization? Well, for me, it almost has to be all of the above. So I have to be prepared, almost like a therapist, to, <laughs> to really listen. Because there can be some agents that are starting new and they don't know what steps to take first. Then there could be agents, we talked a little bit in, because we know each other, we talked about agent health. They could be their life balance, their work-life balance can be so off that they're exhausted and they can wind up going home and not having the, the life partners that they chose because the business is so demanding. Um, you mean just the fact that you work almost every Saturday and Sunday and people call you at 10 o'clock at night urgently that that affects your life that that not only not only affects the agent's life but they never really talk about that in licensing they don't talk about how it affects your family members your kids growing up or your spouse that has to be uh, okay with your walking out the door when the partner could be in a very traditional role where they go to work nine to nine, nine to five, whatever it is. This is a service business. And they and agents are not warned enough about what it takes to be successful. And maybe the other part of it is that they have to figure out what success means to them. Mm. We're going to pepper that now with the fact that the business changes all the time, right? So the fact of the matter is now, a lot of the agents, even though they were good, may only find themselves having one transaction and it's now going into what we're soon approaching September. Even though they were good, business gets to be changed. So all the game rules are changed. How do we make sure that, how do I help the agents to make sure their health and their, and their um, well-being is balanced? Sometimes it takes that. So for me, it starts with really doing an assessment. So I've created an assessment app where the agent just fills in some questions. I make some notations on the report that they get. And then we sit and we talk for about an hour to figure out where they want to start. Hmm. And that could be all over the place. That could be, I want to grow my business and I want to up my price range. I want to um, make sure that all my this, my sphere knows that I'm in business. I'm not noticing that, how to do that. And then also the life balance. Hmm. I I would love to raise my 
my my price point. I've been I've been a realtor. I've been working with people in four hundred thousand dollar houses, and I want to serve people in eight hundred thousand dollar houses. How do I do that, Donna? So a couple of things you would need to see. I guess where I if you were coming to me with that, I would want to see first how much money you want to make as an agent, and if there is enough business at that raised price point to to increase your your wealth then we could look at making a plan from there the other thing is i would ask you why would you want to raise that level why would you want to go from is it a monetary level is it a status level so it could be both or either or right so i'd want to know a little bit more about that um, the other thing that the agents can do today too is look at their compensation. So when agents choose to be a buyer's agent or a seller's agent, they're not supposed to look at what everybody else is charging. They're independent contractors. And if they know they're bringing more value, they could show that value to their clients and get hired based on the additional things that they can do to impact their clients. So there are always numbers, at least in our MLS and the board that I have membership on, and there's there's numbers of percentages of what an agent can get paid when they sell a house, if they're on the buyer's end. The agents still today don't know that they can change that. And they can so um so a coach helps them to look at some of those so so some of those things so it really starts from looking as an, an assessment level to see where that agent wants to grow did i answer did i answer your yeah, question right okay and you know i've had the pleasure of being in the room now several times when you've discussed wellness and you yeah. know the I just find that when that I get into when I hear your voice, yeah, I get into a place of ah, thank you. Because there's something very calming and very um, almost like you know you you you're able to get people centered in a way that's pretty unique of the people I deal with. Um, mm -hmm. Tell us a little bit about agent wellness. Why is it a problem? Why is it a concern? So in this business, if you are good and connected to your clients, you, you feel the fear and the anxiety along with your clients. Mm -hmm. And there's some things that you can and you cannot uh, alter. So if you're at it, so if you have if if you're in the middle of a buyer needing to let's say they they just sold their house and they need to be out in 90 days right and they have no place to go the agent's got to cut put their you know their pedal to the metal to start finding things pretty quickly and if they don't they're not going to get paid but if they don't they're not achieving their clients goals so you feel like you're letting them down right yeah. if the buyer shows up at an open house and there's a hundred people out the door, which there can be. And I've seen that stress level goes up and the buyer sometimes feels that they need to, um, to address that by throwing 
money at the sale price. Again, there's stress on, on all ends. And then the balance of their own health, you know, do they have a day off? When I do coaching with agents, they'll say, what do you mean day off? You have to rest. Now, you can work 12 or 14 hours a day, but we don't have 25 hours a day, right? Most op- most agents try to think they do. I know I did. Um, or you don't have an eighth day of the week. You have to fit it in. But you, ha- at the end of your life, it would be nice to say you got part of your life to enjoy. Mm. And that really starts from figuring out a plan. And what's so, important to you? So stress in this business with and and the buying public doesn't see that. All you see, as I've watched it on social media, is just sold another house, just sold another house, just listed another house. It looks very romantic or very exciting. And it can be, but the agents that are really good at it are working a lot and they don't necessarily take care of themselves as well as they need to. You know, I would say that from my seat, working with realtors now for 35 years, I'm a newbie. Um, uh, I think one of the things, particularly, let's say, you know, these days where it's not unusual to have house prices of 600, 700,000, a million, even higher than that. The realtor's commission on any one transaction could be a very significant amount of money. Yes, and, and and most realtors do a handful of transactions a year. And so the that itself creates an imbalance. That itself creates a certain tension because it's like if if this deal doesn't close, what what's it going to do to my budget? What's it going to do to my month, to my quarter, to my year? And mm-hmm. that that's an ongoing stress that's a stress that never releases so what's your question donna what's your what's what what's your superpower my superpower my superpower is doing things on purpose and and trying things out all the time with measurement so in a situation like you were just discussing, Dave, the agents have to come in if they don't want that stress of where my next deal is coming from first or, or last rather. I think they need to do a business plan. And a business plan can be on an Excel sheet, but that could be scary because agents may not have ever taken Excel or know what to do with it. But if they know what the average price is, we talked about that. You want to raise it from 400 to 800. They can know what an average commission might be. They can look at how many transactions in that price range they need to close to make the income, right? I have an app that does that. You know, I created that a while ago. So it makes it easier for the agent to plug that in whenever they want, if something should change. But then there are ways to know if they only need to make five deals, 10 deals, whatever it is, how many people they need to connect with that are new every single day. And then they got to be used to doing certain things at certain times of the day, every single day. So they have to have a plan. 
Mm. And the plan takes away, the plan helps the agent to fulfill their their financial goal. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. Living with and, intentionality. Exactly. Business. You know, I think that and you're a CRS, you're one your CRS alone means that you are uh, somebody who has achieved a certain level of production. My experience is the more experienced agents have a system for developing a flow of business. Exactly. I and totally if, agree. If you have a flow of business, yes, you never want to give up any one transaction. But if you have a flow of business, that flow creates your ability to put things in perspective. It does. It does. Can't agents who want to be successful, in my opinion, can't be reactive. Mm. They have to think very similarly to a baseball player who gets up and looks at the ball that's coming to them and figures out, do they want to hit at it? Or are they going to analyze it before it gets to them a little bit and decide what they're going to do? They really have to decide who they have time for based on where in the life their buyers and sellers come to them. Because not everybody's ready now. Some might be ready now. Some, but some might be ready next week. And some might not be ready at all. Hmm. So they have to be a lot more critical about offering better service based on, you know, a, a few items that they analyze themselves. So, Donna, this has been great. Um, we're going to post your information. Uh, if, if you are a realtor looking for coaching, looking to grow your business or Absolutely. looking to just get more centered in your life and in your business, I can't recommend Donna Bruno enough. She is fabulous. Um, and I'm a big, big fan. Thank you so much for joining us on Mortgages Made Podcast. Thank you for having me. Thank you for everybody attending. Hope we made a difference in your day. Bye. Thank you.